Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into the Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Ciao, Mages. This week is all about incense. Coming from the Latin word incendere, meaning to burn, incense has been burnt for thousands of years and goes hand in hand with ceremony, ritual, meditation, and worship. There are countless rituals and ceremonies throughout the world, and their common ground is creating a sacred smoke which is held to open the doorway and to lift the veil to the divine. Many ancient cultures believe that plant aromas work on the soul level, healing our energetic and spiritual imbalances and assisting in our spiritual evolution. The Aztecs would burn herbs and resins for the month-long celebration of the dead. The Hindu ritual of puja is practiced by offering incense and reciting prayers and mantras. The Japanese incense ceremony called Kodo was performed in the royal courts, where members would quietly sit with the incense and tune into subtle emotions, sensations and feelings that were evoked by the unfurling scents. This became known as listening to incense. Not only does it strengthen the person's relationship to the plants used, but also wisdom and spiritual insights are often received to those who are dedicated. An incense game began amongst the court nobles who competed to outdo each other by producing the best blends. The Norse poetic Eddas said that incense was used to herald a new warrior entering Valhalla, the Norse heaven. The fallen warrior was laid onto his boat with all his worldly possessions. The boat would then be set on fire, as well as the incense contained at the rear of the boat. Jesus was given frankincense and myrrh, which are obtained from the sap of two types of trees, the Boswella Sacra and the Comophora Mira, respectively. It has been said that the phoenix lines her nest with frankincense and myrrh to be reborn and rise again in its potent fumes. When worshipping Ra, the sun god, the Egyptians would burn frankincense in the morning, myrrh at noon, and at dusk a mixture of frankincense, honey and wine. Egyptian temple incense was called kaifi and deemed so important that the formula was carved into temple walls. 
Along with frankincense and myrrh, other ingredients included juniper berries, cardamom, cinnamon, red wine, rosebuds, honey, and many more. The formulas were long and time-consuming to make. Simplifying modern versions do exist, but they still remain complex. Kaifi travelled around the ancient world, and much to the Egyptians' horror to the Greeks, who used it as an aphrodisiac. The Egyptians were also the first to mention frankincense, in the Egyptian Ebers Papyrus, dated to 1500 BC. Within it prescribes the resin as a use for throat infections and asthmatic attacks. Copal was revered in Mesoamerican societies, particularly the Mayans, who believed the white smoke opened a channel of communication with the gods. The resin comes from the trees in the Buresa family, and it's the same family as frankincense and myrrh. And during the time of the Aztecs, every 80 days or so, 8,000 packages of wild copal wrapped in maize leaves and 400 baskets of white copal in bars were brought to Tenochtitlan, the capital, as part of tribute payment. The Otomi people read the copal smoke with the aid of a candle to diagnose disease, while the Lacandon people craft containers dedicated to a particular god or goddess in which copal is burned, thus feeding the deities. So in demand were these resins that empires flourished with the cultivation and the distributions. There were two international trade routes within the Old World. The incense road that carried trade of Arabia, East Africa and India, and the silk road that passed through Parthia and Asia. At its height of trade, 3,000 tons of incense was imported into the Roman Empire every year. Nabataean culture rose to power and prominence in the 1st century BC. Their culture and economy boomed, and the results can still be seen today with their capital standing in the desert canyons, Petra, originally known as Rakhmu. It is one of the world's most famous archaeological sites. It featured in Indiana Jones and the Lost Crusade, right at the end, for reference. The ancient kingdom of Laksang, also called the Land of One Million Elephants, rose to power in the mid-1300s. Its capital sat right next to the Silk Road, and profited massively from selling benzoin, amongst other goods. The history of benzoin isn't too well known. It was dubbed the frankincense of Sumatra by Middle Eastern traders around the 8th century, and there tends to be two types. The Siam one, grown in Thailand, Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam, and benzoin Sumatra, grown in Sumatra. Looking at papyrus records, we know that China and Egypt obtained it through trade, and the Sultan of Egypt actually sent gifts of benzoin to the Dodge of Venice and the Queen of Cyprus. On the island of Sumatra, it was heavily associated with shamans and their rituals, which is a practice that still happens today. It's burnt to enter a possession trance in curing rituals. Why do we hold scents so highly? Well, smell has closely been linked to memory and the emotions. Receptor neurons in the brain detect the scent and send it to a section of the brain called the olfactory bulb that further sends it to the limbic system, and that plays a role in the emotions and memory, and it's a very ancient part of the brain. Our sense of smell is 10,000 times more sensitive than that of any other senses. To give perfume, flowers, or any other scented gift is in of itself giving the gift of a memory. Those who can no longer smell report feeling cut off, isolated, and their emotions blunted. Their memories become harder to access. We can understand how smell can bring people together within a sacred setting using the power of scent, especially when the resins and herbs burnt can cause the nervous system to calm and bring attention to the present moment. Copal, frankincense, myrrh, dragon's blood, benzoin, to name a few, these are all tree resins and can be burnt. When a tree is damaged, sap flows from the wound to seal it from bugs and bacteria. This hardens and forms a shield whilst the wound repairs. 
The resin is a form of protection and defense for the trees. We can view resin as the blood of the trees. Most resins are antifungal or bacterial by nature and help with tissue growth and healing. And different benefits are unlocked when burned, applied topically or consumed. But if you're going to do this, please do your research into it. By burning incense, the four primordial elements can be honoured and tapped into. With fire, we set a light to the botanicals, which have been nurtured by the earth and water, to be released into the air. And by burning on a metal pan, you can incorporate the fifth element of metal. Praying with incense lit is supposed to carry your prayer to the heavens, and you can read the smoke to see how likely it is that your prayers will come true. Majors, my sugar pot spell, it's ready. We can lift off, and I want your cup to overrunneth. Sugar pot spells are traditionally used to sweeten your life and bring joy. And who doesn't want more of that? I mean, I do. Subscribe to the link in the description, and you can be added. What are you waiting for? There's no time to lose. Guys, it's competition time, and you've got to be in it to win it. Over on my Instagram, at the Majors Well, follow, like, and in a comment tag three witchy friends on the post of the tarot cards to be in with a chance to win a tarot card reading with me. Post it to your stories, tagging me, it counts as an extra entry, as well as multiple comments tagging three different people each time. Competition closes 12th of April, where one lucky winner shall be picked. Head over to my account and get tagging. Apothecary's Garden not only sells high-grade resins, from dragon's blood to elmi, for all your ceremonial needs, but also perfumes, essential oils, and handmade cosmetics like the Babylonian beard wax and a frankincense rose serum. Their respiratory first aid balm has 20% off at the minute, and it contains locally harvested and sustainably sourced ingredients such as eucalyptus and peppermint, as well as the resins of pine and spruce, which help break up phlegm and open the passageways. All this and more at apothecariesgarden.shop. And for you, my cherished listeners, they are offering 15% off with the code MAJORS15, all uppercase and the numbers 1 and 5. And once again, that is apothecariesgarden.shop. I want to read to you a passage from The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. And so he would now study perfumes and the secrets of their manufacture, distilling heavily scented oils and burning odorous gums from the east. He saw that there was no mood of the mind that had not its counterpart in the sensuous life, and set himself to discover their true relations, wondering what there was in frankincense that made one mystical, and in ambergris that stirred one's passions, and in violets that woke the memory of dead romances and in the musk that troubled the brain, and in the champak that stained the imagination. And seeking often to elaborate a real psychology of perfumes, and to estimate several influences of sweet-smelling roots, and scented pollen-laden flower, of aromatic balms, and of dark and fragrant woods, of spikenard that sickens, of hovia that makes men mad, and of aloes that are said to be able to expel melancholy from the soul. Today there are two categories of incense. The first is natural, which contains herbs, woods, and tree resins, 
And then there is the second, which is synthetic, which is where the incense has been created by dipping wood powder, often held together by glue, into synthetic scents and oils. And it tends to be the latter which causes allergic reactions in some people. There's usually four components to making incense, and that is the base, which will help the incense burn, and this is usually wood powder or sawdust. Next, it's the aromatic, and this is the part that creates the heart of the scent. Then there's the binder, which allows the incense to be shaped and holds it together, and some ingredients can be both the binder and the base. And finally, you've got the water, which activates the binder and holds it all together. You can use simple kitchen herbs to make your own incense blend. Think of your intent, the result that you want from burning the incense, and look at what herbs you have in order to help create that intent. There are many magical texts that list recipes for incense, like the Herbus Papyrus, or the Dioscorides Materia Medica, if you're looking for inspiration. I like burning incense on charcoal, but I came across a really good alternative on a YouTube channel called Mirth and Reverence. Basically, you pour your salt or sand into a container, and you roll up some paper into a tube and place it within the sand, so it kind of looks like a tower. And then you put your incense blend within the tube and you light it. Super easy, super effective. The key is not packing the blend so tightly that it still burns. But this technique doesn't work well with resins. There's also a Japanese method of using incense where you warm the resin. You'll need to buy some white ash. You basically bury your lit charcoal disc within the ash and you place a metal disc on top of that ash. And usually you get the little metal discs when you buy cone incense. And then place your incense mix or resin on top of that little metal disc. And I tried this with salt and it did not work because basically the salt suffocated the charcoal. White ash provides oxygen to feed it. And this method will warm and cook the resins rather than burning them. And citrus peels smell amazing when using this method. It's really easy to make your own incense cones as well. For a simple cinnamon incense, add around two teaspoons of cinnamon, two of sawdust, and around four of water, and mix and form them. And if you want smoke to flow downwards, as you are forming them, put a hole underneath with a matchstick and push it through till you nearly break through to the apex of the cone. And you could use a mould to help you do this. Icing bag tips work really well. You can add essential oils, and depending on what you're doing, one drop is enough. Creating tall thin cones produces a smaller stream of smoke over a longer period of time, whereas short and fat produces a lot of smoke in a short time. And I came across this really lovely idea while I was researching for this, and it's incense trails. It means you can create symbols or words with your incense and then light them. And this would be amazing for manifesting, it would be amazing for working with deities like if you use their sigils and also sigil magic in of itself a really really good technique for it incense trails are really easy to work with but again you would need the white ash and you want it beneath the herbs so they are fed from beneath with oxygen so they can still burn you could do this on a baking sheet so you can actually make tea with frankincense resin do your own research, but I'm doing it where I grind up my resin and I soak it overnight in lukewarm water and sip it throughout the day. I didn't know this and I stumbled on it on a website called apothecariesgarden.com. It's a really beautiful website and I would definitely check it out. Guys, your homework this week is to develop a morning routine. So rather than looking at your phone first thing, I'm really guilty of this, 
get up, light some incense, pray or set your intention. You could have prepared some frankincense tea the night before and mindfully sip it as you do it, and you can watch the incense burn, and you can meditate on it. I hope today has been interesting. I mean, I I love history, and I hope that I haven't bored you to death with it. I didn't really want to talk about herbs and their correspondences because there are many, and I think it would have been a bit dull. However, a really good book that I would recommend that everyone is raving about, I've not read it yet, but it is on my wish list, is The Complete Book of Incense, Oils and Brews by Scott Cunningham. You can find me guys on Instagram at The Majors Well, and it's the same for Twitter. Come and say hey. The email account for the podcast is themajorswell at gmail.com. Get in touch with any questions, stories or experiences that you want to share, and they might get featured. If you want to support the show, I've left my Patreon link in the description. You can subscribe to my sugar pot spell. The address is patreon.com forward slash the majors well. If you're not able to support the show financially, you could tell your friends about it. You could leave a five star review. I've left a link in the description and it really does help the show get discovered. I want to say thank you to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork. And I'm going to leave you with a poem called Incense by Vachel Lindsay. Think not that incense smoke has had its day. My friends, the incense time has but begun. Creed upon creed, cult upon cult shall bloom. Shrine after shrine go grey beneath the sun. The mountain boulders in our aged west shall guard the graves of hermits turned truth endowed. And there the scholar from the Chinese hills shall do deep honour with his wise head bowed. And on our old, old plains, some muddy stream, dark as the Ganges, shall, like that strange tide, whispering mystery to half the earth, gather the praying millions to its side, and flow past halls with statues in white stone to saints unborn today, whose lives of grace shall make one shining universal church, where all faiths kneel as brothers in one place. Peace out, witches. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.